I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Lifers? I'm glad you're listening today because that means that you survive Friday. Yep. Do you know what I'm talking about? Some of you probably do. Last Friday was Friday the 13th. There's actually people out there that that um, would really know that because they count how many Friday the 13th. It's usually one to three, sometimes zero to three times a year, I think, Friday the 13th pops up. and But some people, there's an actual fear of that. I think it's called trichectophobia. I don't, I don't know. But the fear of Friday the 13th is paradoxical, supercalifragilistic trichectophobia. I mean, it's, it look, <laughs> it's got so many letters. It's like one of those... Um, <laughs> ingredients on the back of your shampoo bottle. I remember when my eyes were good enough, I could read that when I was in the shower. And now, man, forget it. I got I don't wear my glasses in the shower. So I got reading glasses. I can't even read them with reading glasses. Anyway, that's what it is. It's, it's a fear of Friday the 13th. And so some people are very aware of Friday the 13th. Me, I don't really, unless I happen to hear someone talk about it on the radio, it doesn't do much one way or the other for me. I think it's very interesting that, you know, the 13th is an unlucky number for some reason. I mean, it's to the point where some airlines won't have a row 13, some skyscrapers or tall buildings won't have a floor 13. I mean, all sorts of businesses and ways of life have found out ways to not put 13 in certain things because people are, are very um, superstitious about 13. And then I don't ask me how 13th on a Friday is even worse. But, you know, I, I so I looked up a little bit of that stuff online and you know, there are so many possibilities of where Friday the 13th started out. Um, and I don't know why you put 13th on Friday and all of a sudden how, why it's a bad day. I don't know. But, you know, some would say that it was actually started um, on, the, on the Last Supper where uh, there's 13 people there in the Last Supper, the 12 disciples and Jesus. And others say it started from the Knights of Templar, uh, King Philip or something killed a whole bunch of thousands of the Knights of Templar on a Friday the 13th and 1307. Others will say it was a Norse myth where uh, they say the 12 gods were having a party in Valhalla and uh, the 13th god Loki shows up and he's the god of mischief and uh, he gets the blind god Hoder to shoot and kill Baldur, the god of joy and gladness, um, making it a pretty bad, sad day for all. He was, you know, he was sent back down to earth and all earth mourned for the death of, of um, joy and gladness. And I think in some ways that really has to do with today. In a lot of ways, man, we're seeing a decline in joy. In fact, in the USA Today weekend, the very front page, the, the, the main headline says, Poll portrays an unhappy America. 
I find it interesting that, you know, some people say that, that it started with the 13 guests in the Last Supper with Jesus and Judas betrayed Jesus and Jesus was brutally murdered and tortured. Um, and and some say it's a Norse mythology where 12 gods were, were eating together in Valhalla and the 13th god shows up and, and gets the blind god Hoder or Hod to shoot and kill Baldur, the god of joy and happiness, which was a bad day for all. But man, that, you know, you think about it, 13th guests at the Last Supper, 13th gods in in uh, Valhalla, on the 13th guest of the Last Supper, only one was God, and in Valhalla, all 13 were gods. But but in both of them, the God of joy and gladness is dead. The God of happy is destroyed. And I, I find that interesting. In, in the Norse myth, it brought sadness. It was an unlucky day for all because the God of gladness, the God of happy, was killed, Baldur. Um, then you got only one God in the Last Supper, but he was killed, but he was also the God of joy and gladness. And people don't think that about God very much, but it's true. I mean, I'm talking, it says in the Bible that 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 in God's presence is fullness of joy, a fullness of happy. You know, Jesus is quoted as saying many times in the Bible that I have come to give you life and life beyond the fullest. I mean, when God showed up, things happen. People love to be around God. Now, the religious people didn't like to be around God because they had some issues they didn't want to deal with. And I found too that in my life when I don't want to deal with certain issues in my life, um, I don't always want to be around God either. I, I Like if I have issues towards somebody, I don't want to be around the person because I don't want to face my issues. And there's a lot of people that don't really want to hang out with God or be with God because they're they're concerned about things in their life and they think that God looks down on them, but he's not. He's a God of joy. He's a God of happy. He, in Romans chapter two, it says it's God's kindness that causes us to turn from our wicked ways. That causes us to repent. He's, he's, the Bible says that God is, he is slow to anger and he's abounding in love. But if I got issues that I don't like about myself, I tend to uh, put those issues on God and say that he feels the same way about me. In Friday the 13th, the movie, it's about Jason Voorhees, right? And I've never seen any of those movies. I I already struggle with worry or fear, anxiety sometimes. So I don't want to put that stuff in my brain. So I stay away from the the horror and the and the um, thriller movies. Uh, a lot of my friends watch them, but I just stay away from because I don't want to feed that part of me. It's not good for me. I, I struggle a little bit in that area. I'm a sensitive person. And so if you're sensitive, if you're in tune with a lot of things, then you can also be in tune with fear, anxiety, things like that. So I haven't really watched many of those movies, but um, in, in, in Friday the 13th, it's Jason Voorhees that goes on these killing sprees in all these movies. And um, he's always wearing a mask. He's always wearing this hockey mask. And every time he shows up, you hear the... <laughs> and, and, you know, I think there's something about it. He wears a mask because his face is deformed. Um, and I, I saw some of the pictures online of his face, and it's very deformed. So why do they not just show his face? If they want, if it's a horror movie, if it's a thriller, if it's supposed to be scary, why don't they just show the dude's face? Well, because it's even scarier with a mask on. Because I don't know, there's something about hiding up your face. You can't quite see what's behind there. I mean, the Bible talks about the eyes being the light of the body. 
what you can tell what someone is going through oftentimes. I can anyway. I talk about I'm more sensitive to things. Well, man, when I look in people's eyes, I can see, you know, I can I can almost feel their pain or I can experience their joy more. Or I can when you look in someone's eyes, you can tell like if you if if you're trying to tell if your son is telling you the truth or not, what do you do? You look him in the eyes. Right. If your kid isn't paying attention to you and you know they're not, it's going in one and out the other. What do you say? Look at me, son. Look at me. Look in the eyes. Even poker players. I think it's unfair that poker players should be able to wear sunglasses. Right. Because, you know, the, the famed poker face. Right. My poker face. But the. The whole, you used to have to be good at bluffing, and now you put sunglasses on. It makes it a lot easier because these players don't want people to look in their eyes and see if they're bluffing or not. Because there's something about the mask, something about hiding the eyes that's just scary. And it's scarier than the deformities in the first place. Man, I've talked about this before, about how we all have unabilities, we all have disabilities, we all have things about our life that are deformed, that are jacked up, that are messed up. We all have ugly inside of us somewhere. So what do we like to do? We like to hide that ugly. We like to put a mask over it. We don't want people to see our eyes. We don't want people to know what's really going on inside of us. And to me, that's the scariest part. I mean, I think that's what makes Friday the 13th the movie so scary is that he's always wearing a mask. And I think that's true in life too. I think life is scarier when people wear masks because you can't really see what's going on inside there. I just came across a video by Stuart Edge today on, on YouTube. I subscribed to him and his video popped up. So I started watching it. And in that, he's even talking about what I'm talking about, which I find it very interesting when, when God speaks, I think he speaks oftentimes through repetition. All of a sudden, Stuart Edge is talking about, um, it was a really good video. I'll put the link in my, in the show notes, but he's talking about being vulnerable, being real. Um, not wanting people to see into his life because of what happened to him. And all of a sudden he's thrust on the stage by one of his videos going viral back in the day. And now he's, everybody wants to know about him and it scared him a little bit. And I think it scares us to have people see our deformities. It scares us to have people see our, our ugly. But when I've been around people with disabilities, I found out one thing. They have finally come to accept the fact that yes, they have a disability. And if they don't admit that they can't get help. If they don't get help, they can't survive in the way that they need to survive. Some of them couldn't survive at all without someone to feed them and so forth. And so there's something about just embracing your ugly, embracing the parts about you you don't like, and taking the mask down. Now, Stuart Edge in his video, I thought it was interesting too. He said, that doesn't mean the problem we do when we talk about being vulnerable, everyone always says, oh, good, well, then I can just be share everything with everyone. That's not the case either. That, that gets a little strange too. You've got to find people you can trust. But we got to start taking the mask down a little bit and life will be less scary. You know, when I don't want to admit that I'm angry, then I want to blame everybody else. I want to blame this politician. I want to blame this TV show. I want to blame these people for how, how I'm feeling. But if I'll admit that I, I'm just struggling with anger right now, if I take that mask down, then I begin, it begins to change how I post online. It begins to change how I act around people. And I realize... Anger always blames. For me, anger is always blaming somebody else. When I'm angry, I want to blame people. 
So if I don't admit that I'm angry, I just, I'm, I'm mad at all these people. But if all of a sudden I'll take the mask off and say, wait a minute, Steve, why are you angry? Because anger is an emotion. I believe God made it. God made it for a reason. In fact, the Bible says, I've mentioned this several times, and I'm going to continue to mention it in our podcast, but the Bible says to be angry. Be angry, but don't sin in your anger. Admit that you're angry. Take the mask off. Admit that you have things, you have deformities. Admit that you have inabilities, disabilities. Admit that you have, have um, ugly inside of you. That way we can face the real issue. Why do you feel that way? Anger is there to tell us something's going on. Depression is there to tell us something's wrong. We need to fix it. Um, all these things are there, but if we keep the mask up, then we just keep blaming the wrong things and we'll never, ever, ever, ever get better. Just in the same way that Friday the 13th, the movie, wouldn't be as scary without Jason putting the mask on. Our life won't be as scary without putting the mask on either. And you know, the funny part is, is that the thing that keeps our mask on us is fear. We don't want people to see what we're really like. So we put a mask on so that they'll like us. The problem with that philosophy is the person they're liking isn't even the real us. It's the mask us. It's the person we want people to see. I mean, how many times we take a picture before we post the correct one online? How many times do we have to work out our, um, and I do it, right? But our, our descriptions of our, of our life, of our video, of our Facebook page, whatever, we spend all the time because we want to portray the right image instead of just being who we are. We're, and when people begin to like us, when we begin to like the Facebook us, they're not really liking the real us anyway. So why not let some of that mask come down? Let people see just a little bit. Let some people see a little bit of your ugly, a little bit of your deformity and see how they respond to it. It might shock them at first, but if they come back around, man, you've got a blessing there. You know you've got someone that likes you for who you are. Now, there's some people out there that want to go way overboard at this and they spew out all their pain and all the hurt, and, and that can get a little overwhelming. So that's why I suggest you do it a little bit at a time. And the more you trust somebody, the more you can take that mask down and you can trust God. God is not hiding behind a mask. He never did. He's not hiding behind an idol. He is a God that's slow to anger and abounding love and try him out. Take your mask off first to him. He's a safe place and say, here's my ugly. Help me with it. Forgive me for it. And that's a really called a prayer. Um, even though it's not all formal and things, I'm going to talk about the formality of prayer and why it bothers me in one of these podcasts. Um, because I think God just wants us to talk with him and we call it prayer, but simply say, God, I feel ugly. Help me. God, I'm angry. Help me. God, I feel really depressed today. Help me. And you know what? He will. He'll give you feelings. He'll, he'll, he'll begin to give you thoughts inside your brain. He'll begin to, quotes will begin to show up. You'll hear a song that'll make you feel happy. Someone will come into your world and they'll text you or, or they'll wave at you or something. God works in a whole lot of different ways, but you can trust him by taking down your mask. And when you begin to do that, you begin to embrace yourself for who you are. I know my weaknesses. I know my ugly. And you know what? The fear that I wanted didn't want people to see that. When you take that mask down, it is actually freeing. That's why people at Camp Daniel and the camps I've done, the people with disabilities, they're so much more free because they, they've had to take the mask down. They have to admit, yes, I have a disability. Yes, I can't speak very well. They can't hide that. It's almost a curse sometimes to be able to hide uh, that deformity of yourself because when you can come clean and just say here's who i am uh, I, I struggle with this i feel bad about this um then then it can become fixed we can fix the problem but as long as the mask is there number one people will never know what the real problem is and then they'll just see that person behind the mask as an angry person just like jason a, a killing machine and in some ways when we hide behind anger 
When we hide behind that mask, we become a killing machine too. We kill relationships. We kill good feelings in people. We kill good thoughts. We kill good vibes. We, there's a part of inside of us that dies from hiding behind the mask. So don't be like Jason. Don't be like, is it Mike Myers? I see another one. What movie is that? I don't know. I'm asking you a question like you can respond back. I guess you can always reply back. I love when you guys you get back in touch with me and let me know how you like these podcasts and stuff like that. I love feedback. That's kind of how I'm built. And we're happy lifers because we're a part of the same crew. We need to help each other out. So, you know, I don't know what what's horror movie Mike Myers isn't there for that's even right but they hide behind these masks and it just makes life scary but I'm telling you what makes life scary is hiding behind the mask when we take the mask down and find people we can trust even when we come before God and say God this is how I feel instead of hiding behind that come clean and say God help and your life truly will become happy Someone happy, make just one someone happy, and you will be happy too. The real you is amazing. You're a classic. We need you to be who you are, not some fake version of that. Thank you for listening. I hope that helps. Steve Ace.